Good evening and welcome to Let's Drone Out. Someone keeps going around and uh, kidnapping our hosts. So at the moment, there is no Andy on video and Jack has disappeared. So he might escape and resurface at some point. We don't know. But we do have... Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. If you can't tell, I had to run to the toilet. (laughs) You guys kind of know that anyway, so I don't even need to announce it. Well, we couldn't tell from here, but now we do. Oh, God, you guys know what the hell I'm like. I just had to go. I was like... (laughs) I was going to introduce people, but do you want to introduce people as you are back? Um, Hello, and welcome to Let's Drone Out. I didn't realise we were live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was talking to the viewers when he said take, take all that stuff about the toilet back it was just a joke there's no getting around it Tony's explained why yeah dear uh, but oh well I just went for a quick wank <laughs> it's, you know, Tony came on and I had to come um, right so tonight we're joined by Frank good evening Andy RC. Hello, everyone. Who might be naked because he refuses to come on camera. That is exactly the reason why my camera's off, yes. Andy, please, um, not because you're naked, but please, can we see your, <laughs> can we see your boat race? I'm just not feeling uh, camera ready today, Tone. What can I say? Now? Out. Oh, man. Just hot. It's too hot. Up north, I'm naked. But you said that about when I saw you the other day, and I thought you looked great. Yeah, it's got it's gone downhill since then, Tone. For sure. What in three three days or something? Body dysmorphic. Also, like it's a it's a, it's actually ninety four degrees in this room in Fahrenheit. I, I put put it in Fahrenheit. So, um, I I don't have very many clothes on. I know that offends a lot of the uh, viewers watching live. So I thought, you know, it's best. You know, plus I can do what I want now. No one can see me, and you know, I could be doing anything like this second. Yeah, but we might be out here. It? Tony's up on my screen at the moment, so you know that's that's all the information I'll give for now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are also joined by Tone Star. What's up? Hello. Bonjour. And Curry Kitten. Hello. What happened, what happened to the? It used to be me and you last, but now Curry Kitten's taken my place. <laughs> I'm not happy about it, to be so, honest. So this... I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a row about it, actually. You're, you're complaining it's... you're not in last place. <laughs> and I it am... should be... always be my biggest loser, Tony. It should be me and then Jack last as the introductions. That's all I'm saying. Well, he's just, he hasn't come to himself yet. He will be last. No, but you... It's now you and then him, because you're his new star Jew... <laughs> Little happy gay little lover thing. Right. This... Not I'm, I'm not jealous of anything. Right. This so is this is this is how I do it, everyone. This is my screen. Present to everyone, please, Frank. Right. And this is how my screen works. See, I read from left to right like the normal people. So there's Andrew, there's Andy, well, Andrew <laughs> slash Frank, and then there's Let's Drone Out, which I ignore because that's the the parent thing. Then there's Tony. And then there's Wayne, and then I go, hi, I'm Brighton Till I Fly, if Tony ever shuts the F up. <laughs> and then um, this brings me on to my new segment uh, of new the show. One. Yeah, we've got a new segment, everyone. Oh, so it's still the Andy RC up north thing. <laughs> no, it's no. the Andy RC goes to the old-fashioned people. No, 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 like there's a new oh, one. No. It's, called, it's called Agony RC. <laughs> where you, <laughs> it's where you can where you can email your your like personal problems to agony and drc yeah, at and um, I like this and, and you can do it anonymously Jack how am I going to tell the difference I get so much stuff like that anyways well you set up a new account is that, so, is that Tony having a beer I thought there was a beer shortage in the UK not in my ass bro where did you find that isn't there some sort of something about there's a carbon dioxide shortage or something yeah I just got a straw and <laughs> so anyway andy can you help me with my problem i'll try go on Jack. so like i i've got this like old friend who i 
I told oh, friend, friend in quotation marks. Okay. Yeah. I, I, friend. I, I tolerate. And then, like, I've got a new friend, and then the, the old friend is jealous of the new friend. <laughs> new friend. So I don't know what to do. I would perhaps um, show show more love to the old friend than, than you currently are doing, and, uh, you know, it will even out, even though you don't want to, because I just I, I have a feeling that you clearly you're not putting in the same amount of effort as you were previously to now. And uh, so that will be my advice to... But, but my new... But my, but my old friend doesn't want to join me on my big gay farm, so then I have to name NPCs after my old friend just so I can pretend he's there. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> just, just accept what your old friend's wishes... And uh, I don't know what he wants. He's like demented. <laughs> <laughs> so my advice would be be nicer to Tony. And... I, we're not mentioning names. This <laughs> <laughs> agony. Oh, see, it might not be Tony. It may or may not be Tony. Yeah. And you know, just just to appreciate that that uh, Wayne goes on your stream. Stop! Um, stop, stop. <laughs> this is about me. What? Hey, <laughs> uh, that would be my my advice. Oh, thank thank you, Andy. What's the football schools? No one cares. Thirty many... runs to nothing. Oh, we've no. got we've got no. forty one people watching. Who'd have thought that uh, nerds aren't into football? <laughs> so, <laughs> so for our American football. listeners, that's the round ball, not the egg shaped ball. Socha. This is the game where you use your feet to kick the ball. The ball is that one. Yeah, not it's that sort of football. Yeah. Have any of you got uh, bets? Bets on the game, or does that is that not a thing? You know, I'm I'm not a sports uh, fanatic. No one's got bets on the game. No, no, no. I always think <laughs> I always think it's better to Has bet. Anyone on. said the word drone yet? No, but we're building up okay. to it. Yeah, getting there. That's... I always think it's better to bet on uh, English football than American football because at least uh, in it with English football, the ball's round, a little bit more predictable, and the uh, you know the direction it shoots off in. That that's my that's all my uh, opinion on sports. Right <laughs> it was, uh, it was very informed and expert. That was the main thing about it. Lost me in the technical details slightly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, oh, but there's a new, I, I, there's another thing I know. There's something called VAR. Do you guys know about, have you heard about this? V-A-R? It stands for video, which I, I don't, I don't know if this is actually what it stands for, but I'm going to make it up now. <laughs> it stands for video assisted referee. Uh, and uh, apparently, yeah. uh, t- t- yes, t- I thought you hated football. Football, Tony. Oh God, this makes me want to kill myself. I don't, like, I don't watch football, but <clears throat> England football fans, so it's like, like, you know, a, get, get a beer, get involved. Like a patriotic Brexit a fight or something. <laughs> so anyways, yes, they're using video assistance referees, and that's what got Germany knocked out, and that's everything I know about football. That's more than I know. <laughs> well, that, well, there you go. That's all you need to know is Germany got knocked out. Let me, let me just do a straw poll on whether anyone cares. Hang on. <laughs> We're nine minutes in. Anyway. mentioned anything um, about drones. That's Wayne did some homework. Let, let me jump onto the drone thing then, because I, hey. I, I was suggesting what we talk about today, and it, it touched a nerve, because what I watched is um, some stuff from Chad Nowak, Final Glide Oz, and he got in trouble with uh, CASA, which is the Australian equivalent of the CAA or what is it, the FAA in this, the, the US, I think. And it was about uh, a video, I think we might all be familiar with it, where he's flying in a place called Morton Island. And it's the one where he flies over out into the sea and there's whales going past yeah. and there's beautiful deserted beaches. Really, uh, I have to say, my sort of video, because it's kind of exploring, looking at a space, not just, you know, spinning around and... and Gubbins like this. Apparently, uh, it was it was on YouTube for over a year, and then someone complained about it to CASA, uh, and this 
this basically spurred them into action. They didn't just look at it and say, oh, it looks all right to me. He's just over a deserted beach. What's the problem? Um, and it, it turned out that they, they got together. They had a board meeting. Some woman flew three hours on a plane to go see him and interviewed him for a whole day. They then went back and spent more weeks writing a report. And he was facing the possibility of like a small fine or a big fine, having his commercial drone license taken away, putting his uh, actual pilot's license <laughs> under, under pressure. And it was all because um, he flew about 800 meters away over deserted sand dunes um, in a quad. And they decided it was dangerous and to could what? cause serious harm to, 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 to the people that weren't there. That's, well, that was it. That's actually ridiculous, well, isn't it? So, so what we're looking at is like a technical rule infringement where there's no mm. common sense throughout the ruling. And so, But further than that, because he, he made a follow-up video about it, and basically said, um, you know, that the problem is here that, that we don't have any power. We are a tiny, tiny little niche. And the fight for the sub 500 foot airspace is going to be incredible because people like Amazon and Google are going after it. And they have like, here's a big bunch of money. Don't let anybody else in the sky. And we're like, but yeah, we've been here. And it's kind of like every time a ruling comes up, we're all pretty upset about it. And we're like, oh, well, you know, it's not so bad, but there's nothing we can really do. And his sort of point of view was, you know what, just screw the rules, carry on, fly safe. We all know when something's safe, don't we? Because basically, if I fall out of the sky now, am I going to hit someone or someone's property? If I'm just going to damage my quad in the field, who cares? Mm -hmm. and, and just carry on. And I'm like, this is, I think that's all what we all need to do. Somewhat, somewhat controversially, perhaps, saying, you know what, just ignore the rules, but just fly safe. But I think it's it's kind of a fight back, if you like. So it's, it's kind of touched like, a nerve with me. Yeah, it's almost like the kind of social justice warrior version for drones, isn't it? It's like attacking something that isn't really offending anyone for the sake of attacking them or, or making people aware of something that isn't really a problem. But you know, that, that's my sort of take on it. Yeah, so for me, it was like, it was kind of like if you're on the motorway, um, and in, in the UK, for people who aren't watching, we can drive on the motorway at 70 miles an hour. So if I sat there in the middle lane at 70 miles an hour and someone overtook me and I said to the police, this guy just overtook me at 72 miles an hour, he must break in the law, therefore, you know, get in. They'll tell you to bugger off. Similarly, if you just sat there in the outside lane doing 70 miles an hour, they'd pull you over for blocking all the traffic. And you could say, well, surely that's as fast as I could possibly go. And they, they wouldn't allow it. So there's, there's loads of times when the, the, sort of the legal aspect of what you can do is, is kind of common sense takes over, but not in this because there's so much hysteria over drones. Well, I think the, the, the issue with flying beyond visual line of sight, as I understand it, then they're probably not worried about people on the ground, but every time it comes up, it's always about if you can't see it, you can't see whether or not there are other aircraft in the air that could be manned aircraft that you might be conflicting with, and you wouldn't know to avoid it. But this uh, is where the 500-foot rule comes in. If everybody stays below that 500-foot airspace, it's like we're there below it, other aircraft are above it, therefore... What what can what can possibly go wrong? It's uh, like people there are other aircraft that fly low, like hel lots of helicopters um, and microlights and things like that fly at low level and are allowed to um, for the purposes of, um, particularly you know, in Australia, for purposes of their um, like professional you know, requirement. Um, <clears throat> and they are the particularly the aircraft that would be susceptible to a drone strike. Um, Although so, in that, that case, they'd have to file some sort of permission or something with the governing body, and thus that will be known about to people, wouldn't it? So you could presumably see if there were going to be actual aircraft in your area that would be low-level flying. I think there's still also, you don't want to have it down to one person making an error. You know, it's, it's like if, if, if one person makes an error and it becomes lethal, that's not safe enough for aviation. Um, you know, you need to have at least two human mistakes for it to become a potentially lethal situation. Um, there's also there's also a thing about how CASA 
decided what was beyond visual line of sight because they suggested anything more than 100 metres away is beyond visual line of sight. If you go behind a solid object for longer than it takes to blink, you'll be on visual line of sight. Uh, and obviously, if you're, if you're flying without a spotter, you're, you're beyond visual line of sight because nobody can see it. Are you not allowed to blink anymore when flying? You can blink really quickly. But don't like, <laughs> don't like rub your eyes or anything because that you know, or, or even look away because that would be illegal. Are you allowed to sneeze? No. Can you get arrested for sneezing? No sneezing. Oh. That is that is finable offence now. I'm out. I'm I'm leaving the hobby, guys. But I think that makes sense. If you're not paying attention to it, then you it's the same as if you're driving. If you're not looking at the road for an extended period of time. But. Well, that- but we're looking dri- through the, like I'm through the dri- camera. Sneezing and driving is worse than drink driving, in my opinion. <laughs> I've sneezed and crossed three lanes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody, you make me laugh. I, I'm I'm ashamed to, to to admit it. The most dangerous thing in a car is my mother and a bee being in the same car. <laughs> That's worse she, than drink driving. Yeah, isn't it? she grabbed the steering wheel and reared me into uh, across the road, nearly into a farmer's gate, and then got out the car as if she was on fire. There and you go. You wouldn't get in trouble probably if you just said, "Oh, it was a bee." So that's what we should do. Oh, my drone went out of line of sight. Oh, it was a bee that was, was flying. <laughs> there was there was a bee in my pants. I'm sorry. But, yeah. uh, but I mean, yeah, you should concentrate on what you're doing. But, of course, if being beyond visual line of sight doesn't mean you're not, you can't see, you can clearly see out your camera and you can spin. But you can't see behind you. Well, you can spin your drone around a lot quicker than you can turn your head around, can't you, if you want to see behind yourself. If you've got yeah, someone looking at you, you've got, you know, if you've got a competent observer, their job is to look and see if there's any other air traffic around. But he's not allowed to look behind him for longer than it takes for him to blink. <laughs> although the thing i find and flying with a spot is pretty good especially when you're crashing for finding stuff the thing is as especially soon as he's got a good nose like my dog beyond about two or three hundred meters you kind of lose perspective your sort of drone out a certain distance may look like it's right up to some trees which are another couple of hundred meters away I don't. I don't necessarily think it's super safe. I mean, you can always do things like, okay, well, I'm going to go beyond line of visual sight, but I'm going to go beneath the treetops. Surely mm. that can't possibly have any any danger. I would imagine that would be fine. But you know, then it's sort of where do you draw the line? Because if you're flying in a valley, you'd also imagine that was fine. But as we know from Hidden Valley, sometimes some twerp comes flying down below the the hills and and down the valley that's happened before and we've had to all hit the yeah, but, but bradders can't help it sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that's the green stuff that he inhales i think what's interesting about this is it's a locational thing as well like okay so so chad is based in australia but what if the video was shot in the uk or los angeles how could they have still charged him? No, or... they couldn't. It was a purely Australian thing. It was uh, it was a, a place called Morton Island. In, well, that's in quite worrying, isn't it? That's quite worrying because is it going to be the case that all of a sudden the other authorities start doing the same to us and making it like you know you know me and me and Tony at, at the weekend um, at the um, at the cooling towers? Yeah? Well, I've already reported you two. <laughs> <laughs> that's only because you're jealous because you weren't there, Jack. Yeah. No, we had a we had a lovely day without Jack, me and Andy RC. It was lovely and quiet. It was no no nothing boisterous, no visits to the lav or anything it, like it that. It was just love. It was just pure love for each it other. Was. Wasn't it? It, it, so, it was. It was in the in the little live stream I saw. The first thing Tony did is is shout, stand on it then, and when. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it really went wrong on the live stream. <laughs> didn't it just? Didn't it just? Oh dear! But we we got it under control. That was an epic day, though. Them calling towers were great. Bit scary, but great. I, I think we should all go on a camera strike. Everyone, turn their cameras off till Andy RC turns yeah. it on. Okay, I, I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this bullying right now. <laughs> 
Um, I totally agree. Know, social justice. And, and don't don't talk to him either. Don't acknowledge him. <laughs> Tilly. Tilly. So I, re- I can't know, I really, I really like him. Um, Falling with Style has an interesting point in the chat. They're saying yeah. Morton Island is a tourist destination with a private helipad and heli tours. Um, so that could definitely... Yeah, so they bought the airspace, basically. Well, that's one way of looking at it. But also... And you're not allowed to FPV and be Australian. <laughs> I doubt that's the case. Admittedly, I don't know the laws in Australia, but... I imagine that the whole point is there is a lot of air traffic around there. Well, I, I, I think it's going to all depend upon circumstances. It's, uh, okay, yep, there's a helipad there. What, how many flights a day did Chad check out? What was happening? Was he causing a danger? It, it's kind of like, well, this is what could happen. If we, if we, if did we deal also, always with like, this is what could happen. What if you went out of control and, and flew up to 33,000 feet and hit the aircraft that was flying along. That would be bad, wouldn't it? But that seems remarkably unlikely. And also, to be honest, I don't think the aircraft that are at 33,000 feet are probably that bothered by a drone hitting it. Um, to be honest, the, the, looking through the reports that came out the other, you know, a few months ago, it's the it's the light aircraft that fly low that don't have bird strike um rated windscreens yeah all windscreens they're worried about is micro lights and helicopters with a yeah that's all they're really worried about aren't they well it depends who you ask if you ask the general public it's all about bringing down or i said the general public if you ask the press drones are going to be responsible for killing hundreds of people at a time by hitting uh, commercial aircraft they're also going to be reality, mostly about the light aircraft and potentially uh, helicopter tail rotors that might have the the bigger problem. Yeah, you got. Yeah, Frank's right. You got a perv on people as well. Yeah, according to the media, they're, they're going to take take down airliners and they're going to be used for spying through people's windows. But we know that that's bollocks. Impossible to perv at seventy five mile an hour. It is. What you need to do is fly through the window to get a better view because <laughs> lenses, you need to be up close. Yeah. Andy, come on. We're all off here. Were you dressed yet and can come on? <laughs> No, I will not. Stop masturbating. Just put your video on so we can all come back. No, you can. You, I have no control over your video feed. It is my choice. <laughs> it's my choice as a person, as a, my privacy. As we're talking about privacy, I feel like I'm, I've been taunted. I totally agree. The the drone users, all they want to do is spy on you in the old bedroom. <laughs> From the evidence I'm seeing here, does anyone know how to update Firefox? You put our ratings up <laughs> when you when you're in your top. Yeah, exactly. I'm being uh, exploited. I'm being exploited. I'm being marginalised. Uh, Who, who's got the longest range quad? Who can fly to Andy RC's house and spy on him and then uh, live stream that? <laughs> what that up north? I don't know about that. Let's use one of the um, the GPRS ones or 4G ones. Mm. They'll do it. Tony's closest. And anyway, then two new best friends anyway. Nah, me and Tony have always been best friends from day one, man. Exactly. Ooh, friend. Ooh, friend. <laughs> oh, jealous much, Tony. Oh. Ooh, friend. Right, I'm coming back on the screen. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> Come on, people. Come on. I, w- I will be back. Don't worry. I'm just having an off day. Had... What's wrong with you, man? I just, I just not. Have you walked I, into a door again? Has your mum got a bit rough with you? It's just really hot. I feel uncomfortable. Uh, well, um, even I even bet he's more sitting up... there in the smashing bowels. Mm. Yeah. More yeah. uncomfortable than when we were spooning that time. Be, being sent a sample by uh, Barbwell. A sample? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, nah, just not today. Fair enough. We'll let you off. Only this time, but the ratings are going to go down for this video. They are not. The ratings are higher than ever, ever before. So, yeah, me and we had an awesome time at at the Towers. Um, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people visited that spot recently. I don't know why, just sort of word of mouth and stuff. Yeah, it was... um... Me and uh, my mate Joker Vision went up there, uh, Danny, and we went up 
Uh, he oh. drove it. To... New oh. friend. New friend. <laughs> Takes Tony. two to replace me, doesn't it, Tone? Danny, for... only because of the size of you. <laughs> oh, Sorry, that just came out. Fat shaming. <laughs> fat, don't, don't worry, Carlos fat shamed me as well. So it's oh, I'm sorry, Jack. Sorry, you did I, it to me. I'll stop. I'll stop taking the steroids and shit myself then. <laughs> Can I just say though, right? Even what? though, even though, like it was like, awesome to reflect back on. It was. Uh, uh, we went. We went to this quarry first of all, didn't we? And yeah. that was that was pretty chilled there, but. When you go splunking, yeah, we did. And and Tony's dog had a little swim. Did. <laughs> that was fun because of like a, a little pond. There. But where, when we got to the the uh, the towers, it was stressful as hell. I think, or well, I certainly thought it was. It's only on like reflection watching the footage back. But like to get in there is a chore, and once you're there, it's scary as hell. And um, you know, but uh, yeah, it was. I, I know Jack would have come as well. He had an appointment, so he couldn't have. But it would have been. No, nice no all right, Jack Tony. Me. Do you want to tell him what I've been up to? <laughs> FPV buttholing. Yay! Jack had a camera up his arsehole. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Tony oh, likes yeah. to. Uh, I didn't say anything. I haven't Tony told to anyone out, anything. My. You say all this, you say all this, and it's you who always tell everyone. I think if you'd have got a picture of you on the table with fat sharks on, and uh, <laughs> that would have been, that that would have been a great fucking picture. <laughs> of an, an, an amazing tunnel to look through. That would have oh been a good picture. I was tempted to take a photo of the inside and then Photoshop a little Tony in there. Selling <laughs> <laughs> it a postcard that says, Wish you were here. <laughs> oh, yeah. You never know, Tony. You might be lucky. They might be uh, cutting the end of my knob off, so I might give you that <laughs> in a jar. Please, God, wear it around my neck. <laughs> All right, it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! No, but we getting back on uh, topic because we never stray off it very well, very rarely. It was um, yeah, we had a good time. We went to calling town. I uh, I um, actually have some information though, Tony. That I think if we'd have known oh, it, shock HD. Oh, NJ, you're not too busy watching the football, are you? Well, can someone tell me the score, please? Oh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, um, they they, were, they did a program on those towers, it turns oh, out, on Channel 4. It was called, guess what, the, the, the program was called Drones in Forbidden Zones. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, but it, what, it's not what you think. Oh, is it the one with the guy from uh, Time Team? Um, yeah. And, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, I like him. So basically, the, 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 the angle of that program was, that it's too dangerous to send oh, people. Right, we're losing. Sorry. What's the, what's the score, Tone? Well, apparently, we're losing oh, one nil. Sorry, carry on, Andrew. Andy. So, uh, yeah, no, the angle of the program was it's too dangerous to send people into the site. So they sent a drone in to film it. And it turns out uh, that there are a load of like um, big, massive holes underneath the towers. Oh. And. Hell. <laughs> like, mines and shit. They could <laughs> collapse at any moment. So they oh. said. Oh, so uh, I think, it, and like we felt quite scared, and it was daunting sat at the bottom just because there is just so much concrete above you, and the walls are so thin. So I think, and uh, knowing what I know, we probably probably wouldn't <laughs> have uh, have gone. But yeah, quite scary. Look it up, drone. Drones in Forbidden Zones. If you were wondering, should I go to these towers or not? Maybe watch that first. <laughs> I hear uh, Mikey Dredd went up as well and got chased off by a farmer with a shotgun and everything. Yeah, we're walking. Oh, really? yeah, we're bl- we're walking about the shotgun bit. We're walking no, across. Made that bit up. We're walking oh, across okay. this field, and I, I was feeling like you know anxious anyway. And then uh, Danny, I think it was Danny, said, oh, can you imagine if the farmer's just over there with a gun pointing at us right now? And I'm like, yeah, we need that to worry about right now. So, uh, it, was, yeah. it was worth it, though. It was like, it was a good meeting up with you, and um, it was a good little um, couple of hours we had there. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed it. It was a, met, little, was a little bit scary, but it was good. We met, um, we met Jab1A and Kelsey FPV as well. They took us to a quarry that they found, so that was pretty oh, nice. cool. 
Yeah. Now, I suppose the question is, whilst you were flying around the outside of tyre towers on the inside, were you losing visual line of sight? And did you kill any babies <laughs> in the process? <laughs> Yeah, well, as an FPVer, it's your job to murder babies. Well, so can I shame Tony? Sorry, Andy, I see. Um, Tony decided to try and invite Kelsey FPV, and I told her beforehand, you're not allowed to come on till you're 18. <laughs> I, I asked her if she wanted to come on with her dad, and her dad said yes, and so did she. Oh, my God, man, he does not know what he's in for. Well, I'm sure we can behave that night, surely. No, we'll end up on a list, mate. We can. You're already on it. I won't end up on it. You're on it, so... Anyway, I asked her dad and her at the same time, so and she was up for it, and he was, so um, maybe we shouldn't, shouldn't just have you on that day. And it'll probably go all right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the drone with a Glock on it? Yes, that's quite an old video, apparently. That's where, the, yeah, that's like a gun that's firing, isn't it? And it, get, it got brought up by the media recently, but it's actually a couple of years old. Is yeah. that the one that was done by the high school kid who did it for his like tech project? Something and like that. Yeah. Teachers thought it was fine until it hit the media, and then everyone thought, no, that's not fine. Yeah. That's it. Oh, but to answer Wayne's question, so he said when you go behind the towers, do you lose visual line of sight? Yes, but you also lose video. So you'll notice in all of our videos that we never yeah. went behind the towers. And we always kept, if you stand at the bottom of the tower, because they are curved like an hourglass, when you stand at the bottom and look up, you're actually looking up at the outside of the tower and the inside because it's like very thin. So I think uh, we never lost visual line of sight. The worst thing was inside the the, uh, the tower, the, because it's a circular, the, the reflections of the video was just awful. So the multipathing of the, the signal bouncing off uh, the, the circle. Um, so funnily enough, you've got a clear line of sight of your video signal, but it's crap because of all the reflections. So what you need to do is, is go there with Painless and his rapid fire module and have a comparison. Well, I use I use Clearview and I put two patches on in the end and pointed one behind me at one tower and one up through the middle and I didn't have too bad a signal in the end. But um, I've one of my quads fail saved on Crossfire, but Ooh. I I got home and um, found why my Crossfire. Immortal antenna was rubbing on my frame and rubbed right through. So basically, it was sure thing about, out. Uh, yeah, it was not working properly. Ah, that's <laughs> so that's the start of the video. That's why you um, had a kissy SE go out as well. And then, yeah, I know uh, the kissy You, mean you didn't do your range up. test beforehand, Tony. No, I've done it the day before. <laughs> it's something that happened while flying, I think, because the, the you were having. No problems, and then all of a sudden it just cut out, didn't it? So, yeah, it was very annoying. So, I had to nurse two both quads that I took that day. So, apparently, me tornado girl, because apparently, in Tony's eyes, I'm a sex pest. <laughs> what? What's in the chat? I'm really bitter. So, Andy, this is this is why Tony's. I mean, my friend who's jealous <laughs> says horrible things to me. It hurts my feelings and fat shames me. Oh, no. I've only like once. And he likes that. you more because he's got the he's heard of the 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 thought of getting a bit of docking in with you. How many times? How many times have you cussed me for being vegan on the show? Um, well, that's no forty-year-old, is it? What really? else have you? <laughs> else have you cussed me for for being on the breathing show? Breathing in and out? Exactly. There you go. So I one, think one, valid fat, argument. one one fat shaming in two and a half years fat, isn't too 2018 bad, is now, Tony. You could have got away with that last <laughs> Okay, year. you're fat and gay. There you go. I'm allowed to be gay. Okay, fat All right, gay. okay. Uh, dear, hang on, let me... Dear <laughs> Agony and the RC... I am <laughs> I am attracted to transgender women. Does that oh, make me God. gay? Yes. Oh, traps gay. 
and PRC. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerously coming into Coxhong territory. You see, you oh, see, when to, I've only ever met, uh, uh, well, until recently, I'd only ever met Tony and Jack together, and they are like this constantly. Um, and um, so that that was it was a it was interesting to not see, to act. It was interesting to see Tony on his own, but then when Jack was on his own, I became Tony. Like, like I was the t- I was the target, you know. Oh, I feel sorry for you. See, that is what I have to put up with. And I think maybe, I, I, maybe we should just ditch him. I've said this on the. I've said this. Go. All right. Bye. I've said this before, but I think there's more me. There's there's more Tony in me than Jack, and in Wayne, there's more Jack in him than Tony. Because yeah. that's that's that that's not okay. Have Tony in you? Just like to point that out. Homophobic Tony. And to answer your question, Jack, the answer is no. If they took it between the legs. <laughs> Back to oh, the God. old tranny tap. <laughs> yeah, that's, the whole lot has to go on. What happened to this podcast, man? When when know. was it ever anything different, Tony? Mm, oh no. <laughs> There's been drone chat. It's just mixed in with tucks and things. But I think I, I don't think you can have. If you had like two lots of Tonys and two lots of Jacks, then it wouldn't work. You've got to mash them together to create that conflict and yeah. interest. Mm. He knows I love him, and he loves me back. He just doesn't. Well, he's saying in the chat that he's done. Goodbye, guys. He says he's gone. Been he'll fun. Be, he'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Let's oh. fat shame him until he comes back. <laughs> He's going on to his big gay farm. See, is that there you go. Just... The toilet now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, that wasn't I'm... even me that time, Jack. Andrew manages to stay pretty neutral, but that wow, that was a that was a burn. <laughs> oh, no. That's that shows my distaste for the uh, is is gay farming. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll ask another regulation question. (laughs) Okay. See if anybody's on board with this. Is there anybody here that always flies to the rules or even ever flies to the rules? Because I can never get the requirement of a spotter, for example, when I fly FPV. Spotter is tricky. uh, And I know Andy's generally by himself, by his dog shit bin. Um, so, so from my experience, what I've learned flying, you know, because I've always uh, only ever flown in places that I know, like the back of my hand. So I know I know sort of how to fly safe. However, you know, at places like the towers and new places that I'd never been, I quickly learned that spotters are so important because yeah. um, we went. I tell you, so so my my first experience flying with these guys was at uh, at the rocks, um, so, so the roaches at the Peak District, and I I I flew and I just thought, oh, it's just going to be like any normal flight, and I instantly got lost instantly because everywhere yeah. was rocks. Every rock looked the same. And the same thing happened at the towers as well. And this is the thing: people are like, "Oh, go try try and get through the little gaps." And what's funny about the towers is there's five of them, and you instantly don't know which one you're standing by because they're because <laughs> th- they're 300 foot. And that so so that so I think if you know your location, and you, I think you can be, and it's just a field with no objects and and stuff like that. I think. Um, I think you can be really safe, but if it's the first time flying a new spot, and um, you know Jack has it, he has what he calls his return to home jacket. It's a, a fluorescent uh, jacket, and I wondered why I was wearing it at first, and then then I, I was all of a sudden using it to find my way back to where we were. So um, I think just like just like uh, Chad says, you, you've got to use your common sense, really, and. Um, you know, if you're flying in in a group of people as well, it, it's good to spot each other because you're 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 pushing each other as well to try and get decent footage. So, um, I th- I think what I'm talking about I'm talking about here sort of the technical rule infringements that we we perhaps all do if we're in a known field versus the safety thing. And I I tend to agree. And when people say about starting off, I, I will always say get get a spotter because the first time you go up, 
um, it can be quite disorientating. You've never seen that place from up in the air before. Even if you know a field quite well, it, it, it can look different. But in terms of do you need one to be safe, it depends on circumstances again, like everything else. So I'm all, I'm all for rules when they, when they enhance safety, when they just seem to be there for the sake of it or for getting, I don't know. I think it's like Chad says, you know, you can use your, you can use your common sense and be safe and it, you don't have to be uh, following the rules. It, it's like how, um, you know, it, it, it's funny that I, I get um, uh, some abuse in the comments sometimes about where I fly but then you compare it to the guys in America who are bouncing off buildings, buildings that are in operation and uh, and stuff like that. But it doesn't necessarily mean they're being unsafe. They're just making uh, calculated common sense uh, decisions. Uh, sometimes it, they they take it too far, like you know the bridge dive and and all of all of that business. But um, I think uh, common sense uh, overrides the law. Uh, sometimes as well like you know well i think it should do but i don't know if that that will ever stand up in a court of law uh it'd be an interesting one to like you know he said okay you couldn't see your your quad and you were a kilometer away but being a kilometer away in a bunch of empty fields 10 meters off the floor is a bit different from you know going out of control yeah. in the middle of new york city isn't it but yeah, will, will exactly. that be will that be Will that be judged on? Yeah, it, it, it's true. It's, it's like yeah, flying a kilometer away over a city is is different than flying a kilometer away over just fields and fields of nothing, isn't it? So the thing it, I'd it, worry it, about flying. I mean, for me, it's the flying far away, flying long range. If you don't have someone look, you know, as a spotter to tell you what's going on um, from you know, outside the goggles, then say there's a horse rider out in one of those fields, it's had an accident and there's an air ambulance on their way, you're not going to know about it until it appears in your in your view. But if, you know, that might be too late. But if you've got a spotter, they can tell you there's something coming close, you should probably either get back or land or whatever is the safe thing to do from what they can see. Well, I mean, the thing is, if the spotter can spot it, then you can hear it. And as soon as you're hearing it in the sky... Yeah. This is why I don't do long range. Long range doesn't interest me that much. And the, the way I fly, I always make sure, you know, if you, if you don't, especially with race drones or whatever, if you don't fly directly over a person or a property or, you know, I always make sure I'm um, flying away from stuff. I always make sure that if at any point I'm having a failsafe, it's not. It's just going to land on the grass, and and you know, and and people say, "Oh, your videos are sometimes boring because it's just in an open field. You're not doing proximity." And yeah, I, I would do more of those risky things, but it'd be putting more the danger involved in it and, and stuff. So so that's why I'm very conservative with where I fly, but for the for the most part. And that's my opinion on it, really. Well, that, that's using common sense safety, which I think, you know, we we can all do. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, you can you can say, uh, as Spond is frank, there's sort of exceptional circumstances that, that come up in, in sometimes, like, okay, there's, there's an air ambulance on its way. Um, so how how do we you, how do we hear it? That? You'll because, hear it before you. Well, this, this is what I'm saying. I mean, it, you could be the next field over from where the air ambulance is arriving, but you've still got that problem. But you know, I I tend to agree that you'd sort of hear it before you you spot it. I think it. as well, if we were having loads of occasions of air ambulance having to dodge drones, then yeah, but we're not, we're not. But we're it, not it's really not about. That. You know, stopping something from happening happening that's happening commonly. It's about if it did happen, it wouldn't be, oh, that's a shame. It would be you are going to prison for a long time. We we all our toys are being taken away, and it's all on you. Um, that's and from experience, where where I used to fly line of sight fixed wing, um. Uh, completely out of nowhere. There's no airfield anywhere nearby. 
but someone decided it'd be fun to have a touch and go on a field behind us. And I was up in the air and I wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for the fact that everyone started screaming full scale. Um, because by the time I heard it, it had already been and gone pretty much. Um, uh, Rob Rob Britton says the Lord and God is my spotter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like what I, uh, I like that. MC Creation said the government has no common sense. I, I quite like that. Yeah, one I quite well. like that as well. Everyone screaming, Jack, come back. So, so I, I suppose Jack, the, can you come back, please? Because everyone's screaming. To that one, Frank, is when Google and Amazon get their way and will be flying drones in a sub 500 foot space, there's got to be some sort of traffic management for that. So, why couldn't we tap in for that? Why isn't there alerts? Oh, yeah, when that happens, we could. They're not allowed to do that because it doesn't exist. I think perhaps what I think perhaps maybe the the NOTAM system maybe needs to be updated. Like, so, so if you want to do a balloon flight or launch a rocket. Or send a uh, send a Buzz Lightyear into space on a uh, or, or whatever it is that, you know on those weather balloons or whatever. Um, then p- you can do that. So maybe it needs to be easier for us to maybe have an app and say, "Well, that that exists. You can what, do that." What through an app, and yeah. and you get into sort of or, or, the NATS drone assist app allows you to mark on the on the map that you are about to fly a drone. Yeah, right, well, let's but, talk about this. What's it called? And say it slowly so everyone can actually get it. I'm going to use this 10-kilometre radius up to about 1,000 metres, for example. You could try. Yeah, but how does that... How does, let's just say you do that, and then how does a plane that's flying over the minute you post it know that you're there? Do you know what I mean? That I think, you know, there needs to be some... I don't know what the answer. Well, that is. sounds like <laughs> it. That sounds like it's a good option, though. So, what's the yeah. app called again? It's called the NATS Drone Assist app, and it so is a login thing that I can never remember, and I can never log into so it. So you get to a field, you go right. I'm about to fly. This is where I am. Yeah, and is and that, that might, that to... might be worth it. Everyone having is it connected to NOTAM though? Yeah, it's it's the same people. Yeah, and then they notify people in, in the area. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it often tells you are other things going on. Uh, are you in a particular controlled airspace? All that kind of thing. So, what happens then if you say, "Okay, I'm going to be flying my drone in this field," and it's like, "Oh, okay," but then an emergency helicopter wants to come into the field next door? Does it tell you about it? I believe it actually does. I think it does. It has a, an alert. This sounds like it's worth getting. So perhaps yeah, we should all be promoting I'm, I'm this. Write it yeah. down. Download it. Check it out. Nuts. And there you go. Wayne, I'll look forward uh, to your video on this yes. tomorrow. Someone do a video on it, please. Make sure you don't forget your password, because I have, and I can't work out how to get back in. Yeah. Hasn't it got one of those things saying, I forgot my password. What is your email address? No, it's not that simple. Yeah. <laughs> It just says you've had your chance. Yeah, pretty much. Go. <laughs> what about creating a new login ID? Uh, or it's linked to your phone. So I don't think I... Or your your Google account, I think, or something. Some phone thing. I don't know. I, know. You, you, you I have tried. And to ask it, on be- this. it became too much of a hassle and I couldn't be bothered. Mikey Dredd said it's probably Frank123. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try password with a zero instead of an O? Yeah, that's well oh, funny, Mikey. I that one. I'll have a go. Uh, Mikey Dread, that is funny. Frank123. <laughs> that's going to be one of my passwords now. But I do think that, I mean, personally, I don't think that flying long range is defensible at the moment when even the, the people with the big money are allowed to do it. Can, can we just define what long range is in this instance? Yeah, how far is long range? Because I've done two and a half miles. Because some people think it's not long range until you're like over 10k. Other people uh, think going beyond a one. When I'm saying long range, I mean beyond visual line of sight, as in you have a spotter, but they can't actually see you anymore because you're too small a dot on the horizon. About 400 meters. There you go. Whatever it happens to be based on. 
Is it, shouldn't it be based on your age and your eyesight as well? well it's based on for me, I think it's based on your age, your eyesight, your the weather conditions, the local area, all sorts of things. You're also, just, if um, you fly at night and have LED lights, you can see it from you can miles. see a lot further. Yes, but that doesn't seem as safe following the common sense rules, does it? You can see less about what's around you. Uh, you, I guess you wouldn't be able to see the landscape as much to be able to judge whether or not the safe thing is to land or not, or fly back or do whatever else. You can't judge distance as much. Um, but I don't know. Okay, I, don't know. So I interrupted. So, yeah. so you were saying so long range is somewhat defensible at the moment. At the moment, when you know, even the people with the big bucks aren't allowed to do it. Um, they're allowed to practice doing autonomous flights, but they're not allowed to go, you know, crazy distances at the moment. But I do think that we should be worrying about having places to actually fly, even in proximity. Um, when you know all the national trust places and commons and everywhere else are kind of saying making up bylaws or making up rules saying no drone flying and we have nowhere that we're actually allowed to go and fly, then I think we're screwed. Yeah, it, um, seems, it seems all of a sudden it's fine for anyone to just put a sign up that says no drones, and it's usually a picture of a phantom with a line through it. Mm. I, um, I've, uh, I was speaking to some local FPV guys, and they're talking about spots around about where the towers are. And, and uh, you know, they were saying how, how many sites um, have got, um that like a no drone sign on this yeah. but but what what allows them to do that over in at a, a public place i mean yeah. yeah that's that's the question i'm i i would generally have said when it first started oh we should kind of respect it but i think now when more and more places are saying that and there's fewer places that we can legitimately fly even when there's no one around and it's not going to, you know, you're not causing a risk because you're just flying in a little spot around you and it doesn't really matter. Um, I think if we don't carry on flying, we're going to end up without anywhere to fly. Um, And recently I was listening to another podcast. Boo! Um, what? No, was, there was, was it a flying one? Boom. Was it a drone one? It wasn't a drone one. Completely unrelated. Okay, I'll let you can carry on then. Talking about, um, and this is 99PI, which is quite a big podcast. They were talking about the UK right to roam, which is why I titled the, the this. Ah, it's all come full circle. Yeah. Um, so up until, well, from like the 1700s to the 1930s ish more and more land in the UK was restricted from walking across it. So the Peak District wasn't full of rights of way and people wandering around it. It was all private land with groundskeepers that would chase you off with shotguns Um, until uh, there was a mass... Well, it was the kind of... The Peak was a, a mass act of civil disobedience of going up one of the mountains in the Peak District. Um, yes. Like we did. I like civil disobedience. I can't say it because so, I've drunk too much. The, but... the only problem with civil disobedience <laughs> like it. FTV is we can only get about six people up at once There is that. we all run out of oh. frequency. I'm not saying we should all en masse take off FPV and be buzzing around a mountain, but... I do. Idea. Yeah, that of, sounds cool. You know, Let's go. It does. <laughs> it does sound like fun. But, you know, it worked for the Ramblers to to do that. And then you know, from the Rambling Association, um, they managed to get public rights of way and national parks and all sorts of things that mean that you can go wandering through the countryside you know, to the point where we kind of take it for granted now that that's a thing you can do. Mm. Um, but... The, the really interesting thing for me about the, the story that they told was that there were um, there was this one particular group that did this, but there were all other sorts of local rambling groups nearby that thought this was a terrible idea and you should just respect the rules and walkway people will say you're allowed to walk and that way you won't get banned from walking places. Um, and it kind of really made me think of you know, RC and FPV. Right? Actually, we we kind of need to 
get it allowed in more places. And David says, no one owns airspace. You can only be stopped from taking off. Yeah. I guess that's, that's true. I, I think, think we should go on an L, another LDO road trip and fly around places that we're not allowed to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> totally. we, should, we should crash them into those no drone signs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, in slow-mo. T- that would be a viral video, wouldn't it, if yeah. you did that? Uh, but you'd be vandalising then if you did that, you see. Not, not if you had a foul safe. Tony Green rubbed against me and my, my aerial came off. It's an interesting point, though, isn't it? Because there's... I, I, have you guys uh, heard of this urbex thing that people yeah. do? Which is similar to what we do, except they, they walk It's a good it. way of finding spots to fly, is going on all the urbex sites. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't heard of this. Explain it for me. So it's short for urban exploring, and it's basically... Uh, going into abandoned places like so there's a there's quite a few youtube channels um so uh somebody um i don't know uh, broke into isn't the right word because these places are usually open or have a gap in a gate so i think that's an interesting topic as well particularly on the youtube videos they will show you that you <laughs> that it was it was open before i got here therefore it's not breaking an entry there was definitely a gap there was definitely where we went on Sunday. So um, the one I watched was actually the old Caterham Formula One team building had been left abandoned. There's a cool video of literally the door just being front door being open and them walking around. And, you know, is that and, and it's interesting as well, Tone, isn't it? When we were at the, the, the cooling towers, mm. um, it said there was there were signs up that said um, some stuff about crime, but but not about like. Um, you know, you can't be here, sort of thing, was there? There was like, no. you know, so. Um, and there was holes in fences, and we didn't, we just walked through them. them. We didn't touch them. We just was and able to walk through them. And it was very safe in there because it's, it? it's a few kilometers squared of nothingness except the towers, you know, so. Um, well, that, that is what the Ramblers managed to do was make it so that trespass, instead of being. What at one point in history was a, a capital offence, and then was a criminal offence, and then the Ramblers made sure that it is no longer a criminal offence. It is, it is kind of rude, but not actually Cause, illegal. Because no one has the intent. Well, certainly, may, not 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 at our age, the intention of damaging anything. Which it's yeah. it just it's the purpose of exploring, having fun with your friends. You know it's you know it's hot out and everyone's got their front doors open. <laughs> Aren't we allowed to walk into people's houses? Totally yeah. Yeah. Just, just having a walk round. As long as, as long as you don't, as long as you don't break anything or da- damage something to get in, then it's it's. I kind of think though. Also. I kind of think though that goes against the argument. I want video. It? I want FE videos of people flying into people's houses now. <laughs> because you wouldn't want that in your own house, though, would you? You know, you would not want someone to just walk in. Yeah, there's, there's legal and there's ethical and there's socially acceptable. Yeah. Exactly. I have what, to say... what is it if I walk into someone's house and their doors open because they're hot? Can I do that legally? Legally, yes. <laughs> Oh, this is brilliant. This is legal advice from Frank. (laughs) I am not a lawyer. I don't know what I'm talking about. I will stand in court and go, but yeah, but Frank said it was all right. Well, I will say that Frank said it was fine. It's not a criminal offence. Right. I've got to say, it is incredibly hard, I I thought, to find places like this because as soon as something closes and there's a space then it's you know we're all crowded in in this country it's worth money fences go up it gets demolished new things get built there there's all there's almost no gap in between yeah you hardly ever find just a building uh, you know even if you look at google maps i used to do this to try and find sort of places to fly until i found a bit for me but I, i'm always looking for places to fly fixed wing with a bit more room and i look at the map around me and there's loads of green area and you're like this is all farmland but if you drive down there, there's just massive uh, sort of hedgerows either side, and you cannot get onto a land. Um, ah, well, you see, Wayne, what you have to do is, you see, you have to adapt the technique that Tony has adapted, which is bribing people. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, anywhere you go with Tony, he's like, oh, it'll be all right. We'll give him 50 quid. Come on, let's all chip in. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep. 
A nifty. Always a nifty. It normally works. <laughs> you are right, though. In fact, those those towers are very uh, unique in that they've been derelict for 20 years for some reason, or some unknown reason. Um, and, yeah, there is. I, I'm the same. If anyone's asking me, Oh, where to fly in this area? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you because, like you say, it's all uh, it's all boarded up. It's fenced up. And what what I find amazing is like the the videos that you see on YouTube from America. It seems yeah. like there's just abandoned buildings everywhere. You just have to wander out of five minutes, and you will find it. I mean, they've got a lot more room there. Yeah, for them, it's some states are just huge. Take down the old one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't really have that here. But what we do have are ridiculous planning permission laws that mean that, um, or rules at least, that mean that there are loads of buildings that will sit there empty for years waiting for an architect to finish what he's doing, get it passed by council, and then actually get the money to build it, and everything falls apart in that time, and they start there again. So there are, if, if you know the places, then they do hang around for a little bit and fly them while they're there. Um, but yeah, urbex sites are very good for giving. Is there that. is there an FPV version of urbex sites? Let's make one. Then. Urbex, flying, Fly. urban exploring. Yeah, hey, let's do it. Yeah, twenty eight days later is is a good website. I highly recommend oh, it. There you go. Apparently, we've got to play right. Who wants to play? Oi, Andy RC, you're a northerner, right? I think that's up <laughs> next, Jack. Um, well, so, I, I, don't I think know. I think Jack is pointing to his watch. Jack, come on, we're we playing the Northerner thing. You've got to unmute yourself and talk. Right, Andy RC. Oi, you're Northern, Andy. What is a hinny? A hinny? <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> you know what? Um, what was really funny? I I told Jack like. There's this thing that I'm northern, and then people saw that I was at Wellington, and people and and someone's like, "What? I thought you were from up north." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I, you are. You are for us." Well, I, I see. I seem to be, but yeah, I thought that was that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, but we need a website for stuff like that for FPV. Maybe there is one, and, and we just don't know about it. We know it with the the cool kids that that know it. Yeah, exactly. What's a hinny? I have no. Are you going to make me Google it again? No. Yeah. Where's this come? Where's this question come from, Jack? Uh, how, uh, a hinny. Um, green on the urban dictionary again. Green, green, green patches says this is a new favorite, stop favorite the part answer. of the show. It says here a hinny is the offspring of a female donkey. <laughs> and now I'm going to type in Hinny. I like the fact it's an offspring of a female donkey as opposed to a male donkey. That would be something else. Yep. Jenny and Jack is a is a, a female donkey's called a Jenny, and a male donkey's called a Jack. Thank you, Farmer Jack. <laughs> so that's one. why you're such an ass. Boom, boom. Sorry. <laughs> I looked it up on Urban Dictionary and there's nothing, so it sounds like a genuine term for once. But what well, is he actually right? But I'm not Northern, so I, this segment never yeah. worked. You are. What do you think it is? Have a guess. Well, I just said it says here it's a female donkey or a female horse. It says. No, you're pretty quick. Um, Wife or female partner, and it's a, a term from Newcastle. Ah, there you go. Is it when Painless was on last week, all of a sudden it was like a different language that was being spoken. So, you know, yeah. And it, 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 it's <laughs> usage. D us a, a scrand, Hinny. I'm clamming. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Which means do us a sort sandwich or something. I don't know what a scran is. Does anyone know what a scran is? Didn't we talk? Didn't we do scram last week? Uh, no, we done oh, scram. No, no cl- clangy. We canny, we canny go out on an empty belly. Any chance of some scram? I imagine it's uh, <laughs> food. Scram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> so enlightening. The the northern world. Yeah. <laughs> it is a sandwich. Food sandwich. Scram is just food. 
What about what about Southern sayings? Why don't we have a cover that? Because that's just English. It's that, not, that would that would be sandwich. 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 Yeah, <laughs> that's a bottom reference lost on everyone. Uh, oh, I love bottom. Sorry, oh, I have to. Sorry. Um, so there's a a, a picture of. Uh, uh, like you know the wine tasters and it has southerner and it goes i'm getting raspberry with a hint of freshly baked dough and a chocolate finish and then there's northerner drinking wine and it says i'm just getting pissed <laughs> so that's about right right i'm gonna do a little shout out quickly uh okay. in the chat Jokovic is in the chat. Don Ohm's in the chat. Falling with Star. Wayne, what's up? Wynn Davis is in tra- chat. Uh, Tribal Anonymous. FBB's in the chat. Clive's in the chat. Rob Britton's in the chat. Richard Harwood's in the chat. Mikey Dredd, obviously, is always in the chat. What's up, Mikey? Green Patches. Hello. Is that is that Canadian for hello? I don't know. He's in Canada. <laughs> uh, who else? <laughs> accents. <laughs> Bill Evans, Dave Story, MC Creations, what's up? I think he's from Mexico. I don't know. Oh, man, MC Creations is on every video. I know. He yeah. puts so much effort in. Oh, well we, done to MC we, we love him. Um, who else is in the chat? Falling Musa. Um, uh, we've had Tornado go in the chat. Hello. Uh, I think that's it. That's all I can scroll for at the moment. Art Faulkner, hello. Does anyone care about the football straw poll results? Uh, I'd rather be dead with 82%. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, anything's better than let's drone out. (laughs) It comes in at 12% and kind of comes in at 6%. The thing is, someone's clicked that whilst watching the show and not football. Which, I reckon so, um, it's Jack. Uh, yeah, the no, I voted for I'd rather be dead. I, vote, <laughs> I voted for the, the one what's better than the LDO. <laughs> Sorry. What, who, who's winning, by the way? To, you know, the people from where we're from, what's the Spoilers. score? Um, we lost. Belgian won. Well, it's finished already. Yep. Oh, man, does that mean it's the end of the... We're not the, out, though, but apparently Mikey Dredd said it'll be better for us that we come second, so it was probably all planned. There you go. Yes. Anyway, Jack, do you want to wrap us up? Yep. Yeah. Uh, tonight, you've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Big shout-out to our Patreons who keep up this shit show afloat. Speak <laughs> <laughs> for yourself. I love you guys. I'm sorry I've been lacking on the editing lately, but I have been very on a lot of drugs. Um, Not the good ones. Yeah. Uh, We've been joined by Andrew slash Frank. Yes. Goodbye. Andy RC. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Curry Kitten. Goodbye, all. Myself. And the Lord and Master, Tony of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Bonjour. Forgive me, my overlord, for I have sinned against you with enjoying Curry Kitten. And I will be over on Twitch playing gay farming. I might uh, actually links, come and watch you do that. The link's in the chat. Guys, Andy RC, Curry Make Kitten, like, Bolt, you want to join? Do all the things. Yeah, come, I think, come on. I think you should do what you did last time and have us over the top of you playing because that. No, I need you guys to work and get me money. (laughs) Well, pay us then and we will. Is it? Uh, Thanks, everyone in chat. We love you lots. Bye. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. See you on Twitch. Telemetry lost.